You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wobbin. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right, guys. We are back after a couple-week uh, break here. And how's everybody doing? Uh, us? I think we're doing good. And, you know, kind of depends on uh, other people in the wrestling business. It's been uh, been a pretty crazy month here. Yeah, it has been a, um, uh, been a crazy month. And uh, I don't think we've been gone that long, have we? Just just after the world. No, but I no, mean, just- seriously. I mean, if you want to go back to last show we did, we're talking about Shane McMahon being banished from the WWE. And, yeah. Well, even more crazy things to talk about this time around. So, Yeah, there is. For- there is. Forbidden doors and non-forbidden doors and <laughs> everything. Right. Forbidden doors and what's a forbidden door and... Um, what not is uh, what's not a forbidden door. Well, a forbidden door is someone from another company coming into another company, um, and, uh, and that did eventually happen um, in one company. Although the original plan was not the forbidden door. Uh, Can you so invent it, the term and then change the meaning? I don't know. Did he invent the? I think I feel like he invented the term, then changed what it meant. Well, he he didn't invent the term. No. Where was, did, like who said who said it first this time around? Uh, this t- this most recently, or you just mean in the last? Couple I'm, of years? I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about in the last whatever three four months. Like where well, that's when the that problem. term I don't know. started being used, who that's, used it? That's the problem. I don't know. Like who you can really credit because do you credit someone on the internet and someone someone on TV picked it up and read it and said that? Or I think that's where it started. I think somebody probably tweeted, "Oh my gosh, it's like a forbidden door," and then. Somebody said, ooh, I like that, and they took it and ran with it. I think that's that's usually how it happens, and just that poor person don't get the credit, whoever that is that tweeted that out. Unless they're, you know, uh, some kind of well-known person, then maybe somebody will reach out to us and tweet us and go, no, it was so-and-so who came with that up. And All I know is 30 years from now, everybody's going to be using it wrong, and Al Snow is going to correct us all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a confession, guys. It was me. I'm the one that that brought the phrase back up. So there I just, want to, just want to clear that up for everybody. But um, so we got we got Shane McMahon being banished from WWE. Now we got Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. Uh, we got Eddie Edwards turning on Impact and going and being linked with original ROH, the Honor No More guys. Yeah, we every and Jay White is everywhere, anywhere he wants to be. Jay White's everywhere. <laughs> That's right. So, um, my goodness, what a what a lot to uh, to talk about. But I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Call Nebo. Well, that's right. When you go to callnebobrand.com and use promo code Ringside, all capital letters, you save ten percent and you help the Ringside podcast out. Some of the best wrestling apparel there is today: collar and elbow. I highly recommend going to the callnebobrand.com, ordering some merch, get plenty of merch, get lots of merch, and save money with the promo code Ringside. All right, guys. Um, and I think we better mention Jeremy is also live in AWA country tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm in the forbidden state. I sh- it should be forbidden. <laughs> 22 mile per hour winds. It's seven degrees. It feels like negative 14. Uh, this is not the kind of code I like. Well, I mean, it's um, it, it's it's it was funny because we talked about him being out of town recording this and uh and i just got back in from town myself and then i was like okay well that you know this day this day works we're gonna record and i thought he was gonna that meant he was gonna be back in town i was thinking okay great and then i as soon as i popped into this zoom we're in and looking at this video i'm like well he's clearly not in town so um 
So I, was like, I told you yesterday when we talked on the phone that I was in frigid Minnesota. Oh, I know you did. I know you told me that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know that, but I'm, all I'm saying is, Negative is, uh, one is the projected temperature at 4 a.m. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a uh, lot, lot to cover, a lot to talk about. And uh, sometime uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of announce a giveaway here on this show. And, it, um, and uh, it's going to tie into um, – a celebration of some sorts, and we'll get into that a little bit later. So a couple slam anniversaries. So that's what we call a, a tease, ladies and gentlemen, a tease uh, in the in the business. All right, so um, let's 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 I guess open up the door with um, with this uh, chamber, the elimination chamber, and what's happening with WWE and all that. So, guys, what are your takes on uh, on the uh, on the OE Stanford, Connecticut? What they got going on? Uh, well, from I, I thought the pay per view was a really good, above average pay per view for uh, I'm sorry, premium live event uh, on Peacock for the WWE. I just y'all y'all know what it, I mean. I don't even have to say what it was that that got stuck in my craw. I, I loved the spot. I, like I even loved everything about the the raw. Um, WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. I just did not like the finish. The, there's no need. The only thing I can think of is they did that to swerve us, the fans, because they also mentioned on Raw last night that if Bobby Lashley is unable to show up in uh, another big title, he's going to March the 5th, maybe, I think, yeah, in Madison like Square Madison. Garden. Yeah. Unless that's going to be, I don't know if that's going to be the Saturday night main event they've been talking about or I if that's going to be that so doesn't start, That doesn't start until May. Oh, okay. so it's basically it's the a first one. show that they're promoting. Yeah. yeah, for Madison Square Garden. I kind of think, I don't think Bobby will be ready for that match, which leads me to believe that maybe that's where we see Cody come in and, uh, you know, Roman and Paul screw. Brock out of his title, and then it's just it's not a winner take all match, whether it's Cody or whoever it ends up being. I just feel like maybe there's a screw job planned for that main event uh, there at Madison Square Garden, but I just hate the fact that you've taken a spotlight, another title match away from, from these other guys that have been working hard that deserve it. And you're just throwing Brock doesn't need a championship, Roman doesn't even need the championship. Well, here's the thing they're both main event guys. Here's the thing, uh, sh- Shinsuke Nakamura has had the Intercontinental Bless title you. for a long time, and he's only defended it four times. So there's not, there's plenty of titles. Shinsuke is not the Intercontinental Champion anymore. I, I know that, but I was saying. Oh, I thought was. you said he. Ha- okay. So then you Sorry. have, then you had him only defended it four times. That title could have been being be presented and used, and 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 uh, like it used to be. Then you have the U.S. Championship. You have a twenty four seven title. You have tag team titles. Two ta- two separate tag team titles, by the way. Uh, um, SmackDown and Raw, so there's plenty of titles. So one going away isn't going to hurt. If anything, it's going to help the WWE, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I thought that's what they should have done to begin with. You can you can go month to month. You can take the champion to one show and then take the champion to another <laughs> what's show. Funny is that the person on here who's saying that can't stand the universal title, and yet he still he's the one that wants to keep it. I'm so confused. I just I, I don't see any reason for them to head to Brock versus Roman for the if Roman's going to win anyway. There's no need for him to collect another championship. Just let that title be defended. There's guys on Raw like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens right now don't have a an official WrestleMania match yet because there's going to be no title for them to fight for. Forget it's, them. They've got an angle. What What does Big E and Bobby Lashley right, have to do? Right. Well, Big E's but, on SmackDown now. So they've, and, and rumor is he's not going to be fighting singles anymore. He's going to stay in a tag team. They, they've they just dropped the ball. I'm, I'm, there's a, a just tag a lot team of with stuff. no name, apparently. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just not happy with a lot of stuff going on with WWE but that, right that, now. All that being said, it, it still doesn't affect my feelings on the, on the title being merged. I still think that gives everybody else more time to shine and you can have. You know, main events on SmackDown. If if you know, let's say Roman's the champion and he's focusing on somebody on Raw, well, then the SmackDown main event might be the tag team championship. It might be, you know, the Intercontinental Championship, and you know, for a little bit until he goes back over and faces somebody over there. 
I, I kind of like that thought. Um, I don't think Cody's going to get in the title picture. If he does come in, I, I, I don't think that's especially not going to win the title, but I think that's what they want people to think at, at uh, Madison square garden. So I think it definitely will be Lashley there. Um, but uh, I, I thought that was, it was an interesting one because they're definitely trying to protect Lashley. I mean, they did in, in well, really every step along the way here, we won yeah. the title and then, and now he was protected in the elimination chamber. So there's a reason they're doing it. I uh, just don't know what that is yet. But back to your initial question, I, I, I like the elimination. I even liked every one of the spots uh, that was that happened in that match. I I can't really. Uh, this is one of those shows that you're, you're all going to have to talk about it. Only thing I know is who won. Who won? I have no idea yeah. how they got there, what they did, um, anything. Because unfortunately, I didn't. I, I don't watch too much of the product. But when I do watch, is usually the big shows. And this is yeah. one that I didn't watch because I was currently pre- be, uh, getting prepared for Impact's No Surrender that you can watch live on Fight TV or Impact Plus or uh, Ultimate Insiders on YouTube. So you know, I, I'm, I'm I really don't can't say much about it. So yeah, well, I will say this: I, I thought it was a, a very good show as well. Um, I didn't I didn't dislike the women's uh, Elimination Chamber match. I just didn't think. There was much of the elimination chamber stuff <laughs> happening in that match. It was a very quick, a quick match there, uh, you know. And and I also thought it was weird to bring back Alexa to really not have her do yeah. anything because she did like you know they kind of hinted that she was still going back to the you know mystical powers and Lily and all this stuff, but she didn't have Lily and she didn't do anything really mystical. She was just kind of dressed like the fiend Alexa Bliss. And then she didn't really do anything special, and she lost. So I, I, and that was weird to me um, that that happened. Um, and but there again, there wasn't a whole lot going on featuring the chamber itself. Um, so uh, you know, but it was still a good match. I like that they, you know, that Bianca really got her time to shine um, in the men's match. I did again. It was weird that Bobby got taken out the way he did, especially since somebody really did get their brain scrambled Ooh. in the in the show talking about Madcap Moss. Um, you know, to see something like that and then call it a concussion was, was a little weak, but you know, again, you can't plan for something like that. Um, so otherwise, and I liked it coming down to Brock and Austin theory. I thought that was fun. God, dude, Um, the the F five off the top of the, (sighs) yeah, I thought that was fun, but, um, but everything else I thought, thought was pretty good. I mean, I liked the match short and sweet with Goldberg and I liked that he, you know, he put him to sleep and, you know, I thought, I thought everything was where it needed to be. And give it a shout out to that guy for doing business and, uh, you know, and not, he's been, he's, under, he's, he's a free agent now and, uh, continue to go up, go up there and, and lose a match and, and all that. So I think that was, uh, was the right, <clears throat> the right move, the right thing to do. And that's, that's how you, that's why he's been in business as long as he has, cause he still does business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, uh, who knows, maybe you'll see him pop up on the Wednesday night show. Uh, <laughs> would that be something? I, I doubt that. If, if, I'll go ahead and put my money down and say no. That's not. Imagine I mean, he will. If he, he won't shows up, for if he shows up, the fans will go bananas. I'm sorry, go banana. They'll go banana, and you'll be. And those same fans are booing when he shows up on Raw. So I'll be. I'm so confused. So I agree, confused. but I don't. I'll go ahead and put my money down and say that's not one of the things that will happen in the rest of this year, <laughs> unless he just shows up in a backstage skit or something. No, he's not wrestling for AEW. <laughs> All right, so um um. You know, there's a lot of there were a lot of hints at, behind the whole Cody Rhodes on Raw. There was, um, you know, dashing saying that Miz's uh, tag team partner is going to be, and then you know Edge talking about his his uh, he wants an opponent that's undeniable. So there's a lot of um, a lot of these hints, and I think even on the on the on the um, the Twitter WWE's Twitter tweeted something that was in smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, yeah. yeah. To Cody Rose as well, so um, you know it's one of those things where you know could that be hints that he's coming back? Is that possibility? I mean, you know the the, the rumors are that he was got an offer, and that's the reason why the AEW couldn't match it or whatever. So he went. Uh, do you that. believe that though, Daniel? Do you believe that Tony Khan couldn't match Vince McMahon? I do. I think I I, I know for a fact that the Khan family has like forty billion dollars. The Khan family. You got to remember. There's one person in the Khan family running the organization. 
So I'm sure Tony could be like, hey, dad, can I borrow like two bill real quick? I mean, come on, dad. Um, I'm your favorite son. I, I, who knows? Maybe he has you, you know, here's the deal. He could. Relation. He could. But, you know, does it does he want to? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I think he's got a lot of VPs hanging around there. And I've always thought from day number one, you're going to have a split eventually, even though I, I truly believe 100 percent Cody is the one who is the reason that this thing exists. I think he's reason Absolutely. number one yeah. that AEW exists. Um, but I I always thought like when he teamed up with with Omega and the Bucks and stuff like that, there would eventually be this this conflict of interest because Cody understands what it takes to build an organization. Not only has, has he watched his father do it, but he's been in the biggest organization ever. He understands while these other guys they they probably have the mindset that they want it to survive, but they don't. They've never been there, and they don't know what it's like. And so I always thought there would be a rift. It was just a matter of who Tony would side with. And I think we've seen in this Tony's sided with the Bucks and Omega. That's my opinion. Yeah, you know, and it, it could be a siding. I, I don't know. It could, it could literally be a money thing. But I but I said this uh, privately. But you know, when it comes down to it. There's going to be when it comes if it comes down to a money feud. As much as we think, oh, Tony's a billionaire and all that, he is, and but or his family is, I guess, and but so is Vince. You're not be, based on. You got to remember where the money comes from. Based on the where the money comes from, there is no way they outbid Vince McMahon on that because of the fact that WWE this year alone netted net one billion dollars. AEW hasn't done that. Well, no, because they keep losing fans every week. Like, they're literally, and I think what it is is that they've still not done anything yet that has opened the uh, proverbial uh, trans- transcending door because you've got the same 800,000 people tuning in each week. And when they go to Chicago every other month, uh, I'm sorry, every other week, and then they, they play the same cities, you're not getting any new, you're not getting any new fans. And, that's coming from somebody who's been pr- pretty critical of AEW, but they're just not doing what they. I mean, they're they're they are providing quality content, but to me, and this is not just because uh, we have this organization coming into town soon, but I, I I fully believe that that you should switch the viewers for Impact and AEW, and I wouldn't have a problem if you told me that's how many viewers they were getting because. Uh, Impact deserves to be on a be more visible, uh, and AEW is just they're just they're making each other happy. I mean, what they're doing would be cool if you had followed them for a while and they were doing big things, but they're just not drawing any new eyes. I agree. They haven't, Punk, they haven't taken that step. No, no I mean, you, I, you know, I could. The CM Punk thing was supposed to be the next next level, and I said on this show, "Oh, okay, he's going to move the needle." All right, one point, one point, whatever it ended up being, I was off by like fifty thousand, and everybody was just for sure it was going to get two million. I was like, not one point one five, or something like that. It's just they've not done anything to break out on the mainstream yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, to, you know, for example, I think the punk thing is maybe the most mainstream thing that they've done with MJF because I think anybody can relate to that. They can all automatically they know who MJF is first time you see him, right? And if you know punk, you know punk. But I even even that feud when they talk about things like Piper in Portland, like unless you're a really really strong fan who's followed the sport for a long time, you might not get that reference, and you certainly don't get the dog collar reference, and unless there's some you know, you know there's some explanation there. And Tony uh, Tony Schiavone kind of explained it, but like unless you get, I mean that was 1983, you know, I mean yeah. most of the viewers were not born then. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's <laughs> those rest, little things. Those two, that last what, step. those two wrestlers alone wasn't born then either. So <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, well, maybe, maybe punk, punk, maybe punk. punk was born then, but the, the MJF certainly wasn't born then. Right. But, and, and anybody who, you know, is alive that knows Greg, the hammer Valentine certainly doesn't remember the Greg, the hammer Valentine of, you know, <laughs> 1983. So, uh, it's just, uh, it's one of those things you still have to kind of be insider to get everything that they put out there. And I'd say, the majority of the stuff is for folks like us who we may understand yeah. it. I don't even understand some of it, which, you know, that's going really deep for people that really study this stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, so again, yeah, they've got to take that last step to be mainstream if they really want to be mainstream. And um, there's there's just a few steps they haven't taken. Um, um, so I mean, let's 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 roll into that. I mean, they have a big pay per view coming up on March sixth. Um, is it Revolution? Is that it? Revolution. Um, uh, right now, I mean, uh, you got the dog collar match. Um, what else do they have that that they're promoting leading in? I guess that's it. Well, the ladder uh, match, the ladder the, match, yeah. the face of the Revolution, the ladder match. And right now, they've got three big hosses in that ladder match. <laughs> they've got uh, Hobbs, Keith Lee, and Warlow are their three members in that ladder match so far. So, interesting ladder match that will be so far. Uh, they've got Thunder Rosa and uh, Britt Baker. I think on that card. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what else. So uh, Jurassic Express uh, are defending the ti- in a three-way match for the AEW t- World Tag Team Championship. It says it's versus to be determined and to be determined. Punk MJF, dog collar match, Baker versus Thunder Rosa, and Hangman Adam Page versus oh, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah, okay. So... Quick question. We we kind of talked a little bit about it. We talked about AEW. Something brought to my mind. I want I want to get your I want to get your take on it. Okay. We all know in 2016, 2017, around when this podcast started, we talked about um, at least one person did, and we had an open discussion, but about Cody Rhodes going in and kind of changing the industry and doing things. And yes, he NWO changed the industry, but maybe maybe so. He 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 sparked an interest in indies again. What did this thing? Did this thing with ROH, did this thing with Impact, did this thing with New Japan. And then sure enough, got so much buzz and interest with with his feud with Meltzer that he ended up sparking a big um phenomenon pay-per-view, non WB pay-per-view that drew the most buy buys and the most sellouts of an arena and then turn turn Helped open the door to start what we now know as AEW, right? The histories and the mm-hmm, histories yeah. of making. Now, Absolutely. His exit, his exit from AEW, is this going to be the opposite effect? Is this going to be the moment where Tony Khan's going to look back in January 2022 and go, I made a mistake. I should have went ahead and re signed him and just, you know, t- toughed it out for the year or whatever I needed to do. And, um, and, and until I was able to, you know, to structure, restructure other contracts or get rid of other contracts or what? Or is this something where he's going to look back and go, you know what? It didn't matter. Look what we did. You know, we was able to sign because of that. We was able to sign this person, this person, this person. And was able to succeed. What, what, what's your take on which one? Well, he's not going to look back and say, hey, this was what was best for business. Uh, mostly because that's Vince's thing. But I think at the end of the day, I'm going to need to wait to see what Cody's doing at Mania. If he isn't a meaningful uh, angle, then to me, that shows me that WWE is going to fully invest in him this time and not just make him a stardust type dude. And uh, then I think Tony will regret it. If, if, if they throw him in there like they did with Morrison when Morrison came back to WWE and he just rode off in the sunset as a footnote, then Tony's going to be okay. But I think it all depends on his mania, uh, his mania spot. I, I don't think it does because I think, uh, I mean, the way, actually, the way you ask the question, I, I mean, I don't think this uh, is will affect AEW right away because I, I believe, you know, that for whatever reason, Turner's behind them and behind what they're doing. And I think they'll, you know, they'll be all right for a little while. Again, they've got to find whatever it is, whatever that it is that, that takes them to the next level. And they still haven't managed to do it yet. Cody, Cody could fail completely in WWE and I don't think it'll matter. You know, I mean, he could go back to them and, and, and I think they'd welcome him with open arms, but, but, uh, but I think the, I think more of the turning point for Cody was everything that happened prior to AEW. Um, I think that'll, we will look back at that no matter what he does in WWE at this point as a turning point in the business because without what he's doing now, no, there wouldn't be another company drawing 10,000 people. There wouldn't be indies as hot as they are right now. There wouldn't be a forbidden door. They wouldn't be a Matt Cardona doing what he's doing right now. If there wasn't Cody doing what he did and, and walking away on his own, you know, and then I think that's what started this whole, what is kind of a revolution, you know, and uh, no pun intended and uh, of, of wrestling, you know, 
Um, so I, I, I think that part's already happened. I think, I think the turning point and the, and Cody being the catalyst of stuff that's, that's done. So no matter what happens with him now, I think, uh, he's, he's already made his mark. All right. All right. I hear that. So, so here's the question now, if he is going, and I think, I think, I think we're all in agreement that he is going to WWE and he will be there by WrestleMania. Who does he face if he has a match at WrestleMania? To me right now, I mean, I don't think the rumors are it's not, but to me, I think it makes, it, it would, it would be a, it doesn't need to be a, like, like Jeremy said, straight to the top of the title. But to me, going, having a match against edge will be pretty freaking cool. And, um, It'll make me want to watch WrestleMania. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, what about Triple H? I mean, wouldn't that be the the most logical? I mean, he's been he's been re he's yeah, he's rehabbed from his his uh, cardiac event. He's been pretty okay for the last few months. It looks like he's been putting up videos and stuff. So, I mean, wouldn't uh, on the first Dynamite, Cody smashed up his his chair on on. T- TNT, like, wouldn't that just? But, but that be the WWE logical? doesn't have that footage, and you know that that would be no different than AEW trying to pretend you knew what was going on when half the WWE fans they never saw that. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think that's a money match, but I don't think that's that's it. I think the way the way things are in WWE is in in WWE's eyes or Vince's eyes at least. That happened on another program, so therefore it doesn't exist. So you would have to come into the WWE and build that feud there. So you'd have to come in. He would have to try to take over NXT and do all that, and then Triple H come back and say, "This is my company," and blah blah blah. That it would have to be something like that in order for um, you know that to, that to ever happen. So no, it, yeah. it, Triple H would be ideally, but down the road, maybe not 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 at WrestleMania one one of his yeah Charlie Rose's first yeah. WrestleMania back. I've got I've got three possibilities, and I know, yeah, Edge right now. It looks like the signs are maybe pointing to AJ Styles, um, but who knows? Um, you know, there's still, and we haven't even touched this rumor yet that about Stone Cold Steve Austin possibly coming out of retirement to face Kevin Owens. But there's been other than you know, you know, Owens talking about Texas. There's really been no signs of that, and he's you know talking about teaming with with uh, with Rollins. If that happens and he splits off, there's the Rollins match, which I think would be a great match, and you know it would give Rollins something. Um, I, I I think the Edge match would be good, but I don't think it's going to happen. The other one might be um, the swerve of Sami Zayn, because I think a lot of people expect Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville to fight for the Intercontinental title because yes. of their feud. What if that was a swerve and it's really not Johnny Knoxville fighting and it and it becomes Cody Rhodes instead, you know, to come out to to fight Sami Zayn, well, win the title and, in his first and, and here's the other thing too, man. is that you know, this is something you brought up. You yeah, there was that rumor of of Kevin Owens, Steve Olsen, and he's talking about he hates Texas, everything in Texas. What about that brings Cody back and saying, Hey, my daddy's from Texas and you talk about yeah. Texas, you're talking about my daddy. You yeah, know, that, I mean, could, that could be maybe another option that they've got there, and they don't, you know, you know, because I, I just, I, as much as I, you know, would pop, and I think we're going to get Steve Austin at WrestleMania, period. But as much as I would pop, I like the fact that Steve hasn't bid on the money, hasn't bid on anything, and he's going to stay retired and make his last match WrestleMania, um, twenty three or nineteen or twenty. What was it? Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, uh, the twenty three was the the head thing, um, the shaving of the head. Uh, but no, I I, um, I think that uh, that is 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 so is respectful, and I think he's the, one of the only ones that still because so many has retired and come back. I mean, and had another match, you know, from Mick Foley to Ric Flair to Shawn Michaels. You know, to, uh, I just um, I just think officially. He he's going to be the one to say I'm not going to do that, and I don't, and I, I know money's been thrown at him before. The, the match with him and CM Punk yeah. was thrown out before, and he turned it down. So I just don't know. I don't see Kevin Owens being the one that makes him come out if if he didn't come back for CM Punk. So 
Anyways, that's my thoughts on Steve Austin. I think he's involved in it. Maybe, who knows, maybe he's a special guest referee for the match with Cody Rhodes versus yeah. uh, versus Kevin Owens. But that, but I could see that going that route, and that would be my other option would be, and I think, honestly, as much as I love to see Edge and Cody, I think, I think that would be more intriguing because then you get a personal, then you get a story involved where coming back to take on Edge, I don't see the story there uh, officially unless I'm missing something from their past, you know. Yeah. But are you more excited to see Cody Rhodes now in the WWE than you've ever been before? I'm okay with him coming back as Stardust too. I I feel like I feel like it'd be funny if he came back as a double do, do, uh, a double character kind of like the the Fiend was where you get yeah. you know Stardust sometimes and then you get Cody. Like why not? Just have fun with it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. And I, I don't know, it's just my opinion. I, I don't and I think, um, obviously, yeah, there's fans out there that want Stardust back. Believe it or not, they are. They do want Stardust. I think so, we've seen the last of Stardust, at least until, you know, a raw throwback edition, you know, 10 years from now. Yeah. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see who his last match was against in WWE. Looks like Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, Zach Ryder. Okay. Well, there you go. Confirmed. Matt Cardona there versus Cody Rhodes for the NWA title. They are best WrestleMania. friends. They are. <laughs> besides Brian Myers, they all three. They're yes. like best friends. So. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Cardona going back to WWE is going to happen anytime soon. Um, so. In, soon, I, no, but I think, I, but I think he may be, uh, it, it may be closer than you think. Oh I, yeah, I, just, yeah. I didn't say, I just I think, said not soon. I think it happens. I think it happens. I think he's taking the Cody Rhodes route, and he'll he'll want. But does there. he go back as Zack Ryder, or does he go back as Mark Cardona? Sure. Yeah. No, he'd be Zack Ryder for sure. That's the one that that's the one thing that that, that I'll, I at this point he's done so much under the name Matt Cardona. Why? Why? Just like Kevin Nash and, and Scott Hall, why bring him back as? Their character, let them be who they are now. You know, at that point, in my opinion. But yeah. you know, so uh, so. Whoa, anyways, whoa, whoa. some other uh, former WWE folks uh, seem to have uh, started the started the rumor mill up about another. Well, and maybe it's not rumor. It sounds like it's for real. A new promotion again. Uh, can we handle any more promotions here? <laughs> oh. Control your narrative, so. right? Yeah. How about uh, the former Braun Strowman and EC3? That's uh, it's quite interesting. Yeah, I um, um, it sounds it sounds um, uh, it sounds you know pretty interesting for sure. I'm I'm definitely going to have my eyes peeled or open on it or whatever you want to say it. And um, got their first two TV tapings already set. Orlando, Dallas, mm-hmm. got some talent signed up. Looks like uh, Killer Cross is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, some other some other big name talent. So yeah, I imagine we might see one of our old friends, uh, Mister Ziegler, may show up there. AJZ seems uh, to be pretty tight with uh, Adam Shear these days. Yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, might see him. Might see some. Might see a little Enzo there too, and um, you know people like that as well. So yeah, it'd be interesting. Wish them all the best. That that'd be fun. Absolutely, Jeremy. What's your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love wrestling. So the more places out there for me to critique, the better. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there I you did go. just find out today that apparently Drake Maverick uh, won't be joining them because he is a producer behind the scenes on Raw now. I did not know that. So it's part of creative, not just producer. Yes, so, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. So, good, good for it's him. Pretty awesome. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. So. Twice they fired him, and twice they rehired him. So what, <laughs> I mean, what can you say, right? I mean, that's, that's uh, that was probably one of my favorite moments in in black and gold uh, NXT because I refuse to to call them the same NXT because NXT black and gold was probably one of the best promotions had one of the best five year runs uh, if you want to limit it to just five years that any promotions had in the last fifteen years. I feel. But uh, you know, that uh, one of the best moments of that run was him wrestling in his final match on WWE television, 
and Triple H coming out and giving him that contract live at the end of NXT and just to see the tears and the joy on his face. Like, that's what you love in wrestling. When you see the genuine moments or even scripted moments that feel genuine, that's when you can, that's when you feel the most uh, when you're watching wrestling. So I, I love that moment. And I'm glad that he's, he's working behind the scenes. Yeah, no doubt. 100%. I'm, I'm happy for him. He's a great guy. And uh, I'm happy for him. Um, such creative, such talent. I mean, like, this creativity anyways in his mind, like, he belong- that's, that's where he belongs, and that's where he's going to, um, I think, succeed. Uh, and, and if he's rolling over and from creative and also kind of leading and producing, too, as well, that helps a lot because then you kind of know what you're wanting to do when you produce guys. So that, um, uh, that, that's, uh, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm really, honestly, I'm really happy for him. It would have been cool to see him come back as what we call home to impact wrestling and stuff. And I would have been, I've been totally on board with that. But, um, but as long as the guys are working, I'm happy for them. So, um, you know, it's more of a <laughs> selfish thing to have him come into impact, but that, but I'm happy for him to be working and doing probably, probably what he loves is creativity. So hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's the, Oh, real quick, let's give a shout out to uh shout out to uh Great Lakes Championship Wrestling, our uh, very our friend and uh, pal Dave Hero, um who runs that promotion and and uh, on April the 9th, he's going to have the Hardy Boys tag Ooh. teaming there. Don't know who their opponents are yet, but uh tickets are on sale now at blizzardball.com, so um and um and on that, where show, does that promotion run out of? Where does it run out of? It runs out of Wisconsin area, like the Milwaukee area. Okay. But uh, this show is going to be at the uh, Waukesha Expo Center, which is the same place that Blizzard Brawl is in December. So gotcha. it's um, Waukesha County, Waukesha County Expo Center, I think is how you call it. And um, and the only three people that I know for sure that are booked on that show are Matt and Jeff Hardy and referee Daniel Spencer. So uh, yeah, <laughs> should already be sold out. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, that's going to be uh, awesome to um, to see Jeff um, back in the wrestling ring. I know he in in the Louisville area. He was just here doing a concert. Um, and I, I know some people. I saw some people went to that, but um, it's uh, it's cool to see him back in the. It's going to see him cool back in the wrestling ring. Now, the question is, do we see him in the wrestling ring for another big time promotion, like say the one based out of Jacksonville? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to do the whole Daniel Bryan yes thing, but that's <laughs> kind of played out. So, uh, yes, they're not going to let that go by without them getting in the ring one more time with the Bucks. You know that. Yeah, uh, not I'm not on a. They got to be on AEW doing that. But who's a better who's a better matchup? Uh, Hardys and Bucks or Hardys and FTR? No, oh, Hardys and FTR, hundred percent. But uh, I mean, they've they've had their matches too. Yeah. But you know, then I think you'll have both. But. Uh, yeah, that'll be be interesting. Uh, speaking of that, did you uh, did you see the comments uh, on Renee Paquette's uh, podcast, Dax Harwood talking about uh, talking about Shawn Michaels a little bit? No, I, I've, no, I've heard about his appearance. I have not watched it yet, um, but I've heard about it. But I, but no, go ahead. So I guess spill apparently, beans. and this this has been the headlines that are really today is that. Uh, you know, he talked about how he really confided in Shawn Michaels when uh, when he was up there and said, you know, not only did he help in NXT, but then he went to the main roster and, and you know, he tore his bicep and he really confided in Shawn and said he was really doing some soul searching and, you know, and had his wife there to help him through it all. And Shawn, you know, being being the guy that he is, you know, so I had to go through the same stuff and with my wife, whatever. And he was really, they really had a good heart to heart and pretty much broke down, you know, and comforting each other and that kind of stuff. Well, then, you know, they had that big raw reunion night at the Manhattan Center and everything where, you know, they pretty much buried those guys uh, with the click and, and all that. Yeah. And said as soon as Sean got around his friends, it was like now he was kind of making fun of him for his injury and kind of being a baby and everything else in front of his boys. And, uh, yeah, which I, I mean, and he said the only, only person in all that group that really thanked them for what they did that night was, uh, was Sean Waltman. Um, so that's, that's kind of been the big story today. And, 
interesting because you don't see a lot of people talk about the new Shawn Michaels a whole lot in that no. manner. Um, but uh, but apparently he had a little bit of an axe to grind with him. Wow. I mean, I I, I, I can't speak of anything because I you know my yeah I, I don't know. I'm just saying what was has said. Been, yeah. Has been nice. Now, Jeremy. Uh, what? How about your interaction? I with love Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, despite his uh, apparent uh, surges of senility, um, I love him. Okay, so you've had no negative interactions with Shawn Michaels? Oh, no, no, no. I've had a negative. In- well, no, because the interaction implies that we have talked to each other, and we did not talk to each other. <laughs> um, I told him how great I thought he was in movies, and uh, he blocked me. So... <laughs> uh, but no, not negative. <laughs> okay. Still, 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 my guy. I just think he was either confused or thought I was making fun of him because, I mean, I, I don't know. But no, I, I would think an interaction would mean that I would have spoke to him. He's kind of like, well, no, because the Josh <laughs> Matthews was, thing wasn't really a conversation either. Sean I just was just him. very confused. Anybody would compliment him on his movie. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Well, um, all I know is. Uh, yeah, I guess um, he's not your boy toy, though. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Hands off the merchandise. Hands off, the, yeah, the merchandise. All right. So, hey, also, uh, really quick before we before we move on and forget about this, uh, Ring of Honor has been naming uh, their initial uh, inductees to the Hall of Fame: uh, the Briscoes, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson is their first class. Heck of a class there. Yeah, who else? I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely, that's that's. I mean, it had to be the first. If you're only going to put four people in there, that has to be the four. Yeah, that's, that's or five. The ones for sure. So, um, you know, that's uh, on the whole thing. You know, I, I hate to hear anything negative about you know people's interactions and and when it comes to anybody in the wrestling business and. You know, it, it's sad that somebody says that about Sean, but but I mean that's his story, and that's that's what he's going to stick to it. So, um, you know, it is what it is there on that. Um, I've heard just as much reaction or just as much stories from people on the on podcast from other people in the business of this man to whoever. You know what I mean? So, it uh, sure yeah, all things happen. I guess one day we'll we'll watch the uh, dark side of the ring episode of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, speaking of, I finally watched the, uh, the steroid trial one, uh, recently. And that was an interesting, you know, take it was. on that. Um, well, especially when you hear, you know, uh, you hear the slick talking lawyer who has always gotten Vince out of just about anything he's ever been in. I mean, when he gives his side of the story, it's you, you believe him. I mean, he's got a way of making you go. Yeah. I mean, he's just telling the truth. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, local flavor here. A little OVW. We got a action. lot of local stuff coming out. Well, yeah, 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 for sure. But we had local, to say the best for last, though, right? But local is always. But but all local right now. They're always local. Is OVW, um, and um, a lot of buzz happening with OVW from um, um, from your uh, March Mayhem going to be going to be on March fifth. Uh, you got uh, Shira versus uh, Goddard in the main event for the national heavyweight championship. Um, You've got um, some other matches, uh, I guess, to be named coming soon uh, for that as well, and uh, it's going to be an interesting show. But and uh, so a lot of big things happening at OVW overall. And um, Eric, uh, what are you, what are your what are your thoughts on OVW there? I'm I'm very excited about it. Looks like and and honestly, I wish I could be there, and I am not going to be there on uh, uh, March the fifth, so I will not be the voice of the valley. But Miss Linda Kay will be taking the reins that night, and I wish I could because, of course, like you said, already the national heavyweight championship match, uh, Jesse Gotters and and Shira. Uh, you get the heavyweight title match with Ryan Howe and uh, and Omar Amir looking for that uh, title back and and some other big matches that are that are being announced as uh, as we speak. Management working on them, so uh, very exciting. And uh, we'll be having our big uh, you know fan appreciation night headed into it on the third. Half price admission if there's any seats left when you hear this. Um, plus uh, dollar hot dogs, free popcorn, and all that good stuff. So. So it's it's pretty exciting time at OVW, and it's only going to get more exciting and some special guests coming up as well. 
Mm, special guest, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that is this week, and if, if it hasn't already happened, when you hear this, no, it, it's, got, it's 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 uh, this this uh, it'll happen here in a couple days when this airs. So yeah, go ahead and announce who those special guests are because normally so it'd be course. something I would do, but I'm gonna let you do you leave those honors and you announce because you are the announcer. The oh well, the I would so excited to uh, to welcome the uh, two top champions of your other promotion, Impact, the Impact. Knockouts champion Mickey James and the Impact World Champion Moose will be in the house with a special appearance uh, coming up on uh, on this week's edition of OBW. So, yeah. uh, so be uh, fun to see what they have to say. I'm sure they'll be talking about uh, things to come in Louisville as well. Yes, and Mickey's back in OVW and back in Louisville where she, you know, got one of her starts there in her career. So. It's pretty awesome to see her back I, in the Davis I, Arena. I tweeted this out. I mean, what was it? Uh, I don't know when it was, but uh, Nashville. I was there not long ago and watching the Impact tapings, and here was Mickey representing NWA, kicking open that forbidden door and coming into Impact. Mm-hmm. And then last month, I was right there at uh, the Royal Rumble, and there she was kicking down the forbidden door again with the Impact you know, into, into WWE, and now she takes the forbidden door right back home to OVW. How about that? She is um, uh, making history uh, week after week, 100% for sure. That is Mickey James. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, are you going to be there in attendance this week, or are you still out of town? I, I am to be determined. I, I will be back home this week at some point, but I'm not sure if it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. But... Uh, if I'm at home, I will be there. I just I even like the fact Mickey is giving a Mick kick to the forbidden door to the studio of 94.3 The Wolf where I have my morning show. Cool. She, she is going to be there as well. She is doing yeah. that. I even think our old pal Rummage is going to get the chance to uh, have his door kicked in by Mickey as well and uh, a few others in the area. And our old, old pal at OVW, Gilbert Corsi, is going to also take that kick too as well. This, this is what I hear. This is rumors has it. So um, the the media blitz is going on. So yeah. So not only is OVW having some fun, but it sounds like your guys are having some fun too. That's right. And and real quick uh, before we go a little further, I want to guys. We're I'm going to tell you this now. The, keep listening to the end of the show, and keep listening to Ring uh, to Ringside Podcast. Period. Keep following us on on social media on the Twitter the, at Ringside Podcast because we're going to be giving away two tickets to Impact Wrestling very soon. Two tickets, guys, to Impact Wrestling. That and there's and two shows. So technically, you're getting four tickets, but two show two tickets for one for a Saturday night show and the following Sunday night show, which is March fifth. Yes, I know it's the same night as 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 March Mayhem, but unfortunately, this was booked first. March fifth, Sacrifice uh, is going to be at the Paris Town Hall in Louisville, Kentucky, live on Fight TV. Impact Plus and your Impact Ultimate Insiders on YouTube. Uh, you better watch that uh, live in person on March 5th. And the following day, March 6th, the TV tapings for the following two weeks of Impact on Access TV or the Fight Network if you're in Canada uh, or in, or um, Impact Plus after it airs on uh, if you are just watch it there or however Ultimate Insiders, for, if you just watch it on YouTube, it starting at 8.30, with commercial free at net for 99 cents a month. Can't beat that. So, um, yeah, guys, so we literally, like, we got um, we got a lot to talk about leading up to that. We just had Impact Wrestling, No Surrender. Guys, did you watch No Surrender? I watched it, but I was also, you know, part of it. So. I hate him so much. <laughs> you were right there in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Uh, no, the I, ring. I, have, I have not gotten to see it, but I do, uh, I did catch up on all the action and Sounds like it was another winner. It was a phenomenal show, and, 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 and you know that that was a day of wrestling because if you um, looked into the um, into that show um, that day, you had your you had your Elimination Chamber to start off the day. If you woke up, you know, had your breakfast, got ready, boom, you watch Elimination Chamber, and then what did you do? You you spent a few hours, you did your thing, you did your did your laundry, did your shopping, whatever you had to do. You sit down and relax for the night and watch. No surrender is how how you should have spent the day. Who knows if there was any other shows out there that you could have watched during the time? But that, um, yeah, you had. Uh, speaking of those champions, they they obviously you mentioned earlier about them coming and showing it up. They're still the champions because they both um, retain their titles. Moose against uh, W. Morrissey and Mickey James against uh, Tasha Steeles. 
Um, you had the um, so the probably the big two. You had two big things that happened that night. One of them being that the Good Brothers did happen to beat the Riddles of Destiny. But the reason why they did it is because Jay White, the Forbidden Door himself, turned on <laughs> Tama and kicked out GLD from the Bullet Club, and the Good Brothers are back in. So wow, what a what a what a se- sequence of events that happened, and uh, it looks like Honor No More, the former Ring of Honor guys, did get a job, and they are now in Impact Wrestling, all because the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling, Eddie Edwards, came in and what turned his back on Impact and allowed Honor No More to get the victory. Uh, in that match, and basically, um, well, um, he's uh, he's impact no more, and uh, he's so there you go. He's uh, he's now leading with them. We'll hear from him this week and find out what his why he did those things and what what his reasons was. But uh, yeah, what a what a cra- what a wild uh, what a wild <laughs> event. No no surrender was for sure. I feel like I feel like Eddie had a lot of great points when he came out and explained himself. I'm on uh, Team Eddie. Partially, I uh, still have impact, but I feel like uh, he made a lot of good points, and I will stand behind those. Hey, and he's his roots are in Ring of Honor as well, so yeah. that's his, yeah. I mean, uh, possibly so. <clears throat> we'll see what happens there. By the way, uh, Josh Alex, uh, Josh Alexander, he was not there because he's been he's no longer with uh, Impact Wrestling since his contract goes, and he got sent home. But uh, Jake something is the number one contender. He won the match, and he's now the number one contender for your X Division title. Um, so I'm sure that's gonna that match is going to happen soon. Um, and, um, yeah, a lot uh, a lot took place. Oh, and Matt Cardona, by the way, is also still your, um, your uh, digital media champion by beating Jordan Grace by DQ because Jordan Grace kicked him in the netherings. And, um, yeah, you just can't do that, Jordan. So, um, therefore, he's still... Um, still the champion. So yeah, there you go. Um, woo woo woos. What? Woo woo. She kicked him in the woo woo woos. In the woo woo woos. <laughs> um, speaking of sacrifice, we've already got two matches announced as of today. Uh, for that show, there's not. I mean, there's more to be announced, but right away, this Jay White is going to go one on one with the returning Alex Shelley. Wow, what a dream match that's going to be. Nice. And then uh, we've got, this is months in the making. It's finally going to take place at Sacrifice, the Impact World Knockouts Tag Team Titles, the Inspiration versus the Influence. So it's, um, it took, it's been, a, it's, like I said, months in the making, leading all the way up till Hard to Kill, COVID prevented it from happening, um, and then other things prevented it from happening at the other, ta- at other, other Impact tapings and didn't happen to No Surrender. So looks like we're getting a Sacrifice. So you heard it right. The yeah. inspiration, the iconic tag team of the inspiration will be right here in Louisville, Kentucky. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. amen. <laughs> Thank you. Right. A yay man. If it's Reverend Rodney Roberts. Yeah. Can I get a yay man? <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, like I said, ex- exciting news, and we'll see what happens when it comes to the title picture and the knockouts title picture uh, leading up to that. We'll see what Mickey and Moose have to say this week at OVW. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan once again. And, yes, we know what what happens that, that same weekend, uh, the next day being at AEW. We'll talk about that when it comes to it. But uh, I think Sacrifice is a show, man. That's That's the one you need to pay attention to and watch. Yeah, pretty cool, and uh, you know it is filling up pretty quick. Uh, you know there are a lot of a lot of folks getting tickets for it. Uh, if for some reason you can't get into Sacrifice or you can't get into March Mayhem, hey, you got choices, you got options. So, so there you go, and just know that uh, that Impact is still going to be there the next day too for a set of TV taping. So, yep. And we don't so, know what what TV. We don't know. There are always there always are meet and greets uh, before and after the shows for Impact when it comes to pay per views and tapings. Don't know who those are going to. But Impact will usually announce it a couple of days prior to the show or the week of to let you know who you're looking forward to to to, to kind of have your own personal meet and greet with. Um, that's exciting. But again, this is you know. And here's the thing about uh, we're going to talk about this week that weekend, March fifth and sixth. But here's the thing. Here's the cool thing about sacrifice. This uh, sacrifice. It's going to be a third sacrifice overall, but two of them has happened in Louisville. One happened at the o- Davis Arena in OVW uh, back in February of um, 
of uh, 2020, right before the pandemic started. And then, um, and of course, last year was in Nashville. So uh, it's pretty cool to have sacrifice. I wonder if we're going to get an old, uh, you know, um, well, we ain't going to get Petey Williams or doing it because he's with WWE, but I don't know if we're going to get an old, old, you know, numbers don't lie, sacrifice promo from somebody. <laughs> no, I'm just you might, you might be the one to do it now because, you know, as we talked about, it is somewhat of a slam anniversary for yeah. you and for us. Yes. Yes. So, um, so basically this airs, um, you know, live on March 5th and then this is following day, March 6th is TV tapings, um, in Louisville. Yes. And I know it was another event going on that day, but, but to us, March 6th is special because March 6th is the day that this, that the ringside podcast was launched on the air of 2017. So it was our fifth year five five year anniversary right is that right five year yeah, yeah. We, we are starting year we'll be starting we, year six we are we are we are technically in our sixth season because the beginning of the year we call that the beginning of the season so we are in our sixth season although technically um it it happens in after the march side we just count the one year as one season so we since we started in march we didn't start in january february therefore we were actually we were technically we started it was called me and Jeremy and a few other people were were were, were breaking foundation uh, when we were doing that. But we officially launched, went on the air March sixth of uh, twenty seventeen. So it's our fifth year anniversary, and it just so happens that that same day, March sixth, but different year in twenty twenty. So is the is the day that I started with Impact Wrestling. So it's my second year, two year anniversary for that, leading into my third year with Impact. So. It's kind of a kind of a nice little yes. you know congratulations as you said slam anniversary or you know um, um, thing there and I, I'm excited for that. So what we're going to do is we're going to give away to celebrate. We're going to give away two tickets to the show on March 5th and two tickets to the show on March 6th. Now, granted, this is going to go to one person, so one person is going to get the tickets for both shows. We'll see what happens. Maybe you know the, the, how big these giveaway is and how much people participate. Maybe we'll do others. We'll see. Maybe we'll do more tickets. Maybe I don't know about that for uh, other shows but right now we're going to give away tickets and here's how you can win very simple all you need to do is number one you got to follow ringside podcast on twitter you got to follow us on twitter we appreciate you also following us on instagram we appreciate the likes on facebook but you got to follow us on twitter if you don't have a twitter set up a twitter and just follow us just for even if you it doesn't matter how many followers you have as long as one of your one of the people you follow is ringside we also encourage you to follow at daniel spencer at Eric on the air and at Jeremy Jeremy underscore CFC. Not saying that's required, but it highly is recommended, right? Absolutely. Probably should be required. No, it's too many to too many to follow. So <laughs> it's not required. It's just it's just it's just recommended. But we definitely require to follow Ringside Podcast. Okay. Number one. Number two, all you have to do is simply is simply tweet out a, a tweet out a picture, a screenshot or something. Or all, you could be you with headphones on. It could be you a screenshot of you listening. It could be it could be you a screenshot in the the, the screen of um of your uh, computer of your radio whatever a picture of some audio device that shows you're listening to something. Okay, if it's a screenshot, we hopefully hopefully you're listening to Ringside Podcast. But showing that you're listening to Ringside Podcast. You like tag. A link to your OnlyFans won't work no. by itself. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You can you <laughs> at at or tag slash ringside podcast. Okay. You could tag us too, because the more people you tag, the more we'll all see it at Eric Cornage or at Eric on the air, at uh, Daniel Spencer and at uh, Jeremy underscore CSC. You can tag us too as well. But you have to tag or at ringside pod mention at ringside podcast in your tweet, okay? And then just use hashtag because the reason why I'm saying this, even though we're going to see the tag, this helps us like sort everything out. Hashtag ringside impact, all one word, ringside impact. Okay, that hashtag. You will automatically be entered to win tickets. To these two shows, live in Louisville, Kentucky, at the Paris Town Hall. So there we go. I'm entered. 
What, am I not eligible? <laughs> Jeremy, you're not eligible. Oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's all you got to do. And here's the thing. Here's the lovely thing. Here's how cool we are. Let's just say that you tweet out and you tag listening to this episode. Perfect. You show that you're listening to this episode. Great. You tag us. Use the hashtag. All that, right? Then the next day or two days later, you decide, I haven't listened to last week, the week before episode. You hit do that. And you send a screenshot, you're listening to that. And you tag us, and you do hashtag, well, that's another entry. There's, it's unlimited how many times you can enter. The only requirement is is that you tag that you're listening to us and that you use, it has to be a different picture. It can't be the same picture. But you, t- you use hashtag Ringside Impact, and you tag at Ringside Podcast. That's it. It's that simple. There you go. That is pretty simple. You know what? I'd be willing to throw in a T-shirt, too. One of my T-shirts. How about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not only do you you get an impact tickets to March 5th and March 6th, but you also get an Eric on the air T-shirt? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll throw in a T-shirt. How about that? Just a random one out of his his dresser. He'll pull it out. No, no. There you go. It'll be one or the other. It'll be our, you know, mine and AJ's uh, T-shirt, or I've got the other one, uh, Eric Telemus fighting. I got one of those shirts. So you definitely one of those. Will be. You're definitely gonna get some Reeks Podcast stickers. We'll see about. We can, I can pull away with a Daniel Spencer T-shirt. Uh, All right, guys. I, I have to add into it too. I'm, I'm gonna throw in uh, a bag of flavor mix. <laughs> flavor mix Lay's potato chips. You can get uh, sour cream and onion, barbecue Cheetos, chili cheese Fritos, and both kinds of Doritos. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I had to do my part. And he still and he still got that bag from the end of the year episode from McDonald's that he never ate. <laughs> that wow. made me so bad. <laughs> wow. Anyways, guys, that's all you have to do is is enter to win uh, those those things, and um, it starts officially right now. So as you're hearing this right now, you can go and you could do that. A few minutes ago, Jeremy did it, but it didn't start yet. So now it starts. That's why Jeremy wasn't eligible. Hashtag so. ringside impact. <laughs> so I deleted it. <laughs> so you there told you me go. I wasn't eligible, so it doesn't matter anymore. So there you go. I'll um, it uh, and I'll go. At, I'll put out a tweet um, my, on mine and on ringsides and all that to kind of link everything uh, to remind you all after the show airs uh, to let you know uh, how you can do it. Uh, just in case you forget, but it'd be in the bio of this of this uh, thing too as well. But but it starts right now, so there you go. And just make sure that if uh, I mean I do subscribe to the tweets from Ringside Podcast, but if you don't see me retweet it, please let me know because I mean I am fortunate enough to have a bunch of followers from doing uh, Louisville Athletics coverage, so I would be more than happy to share that. And, and we would uh, love, by the way, Louisville get Athletics, that out there. Louisville Athletics, who's re- who's listening to this, if you're not don't have a game or anything, and, and you're in town, we would love to have you at the event. Reach out to me directly, and I can make sure that happens. We love to have some kind of a Louisville Colonel, Louisville sports connection uh, at the show. So there you go. Like seriously, like I'm being, I'm not just saying that. Like there's a there's a real truthful thing we would love to have you there and and um i might have the ability to make that happen where it's kind of a, a big deal and i don't know who we got to get it approved through but we'll we'll get it worked out especially if you're a coach and you you know you're a coach and you like this uh you you're a coach in the um and you support that foot you or you coach that football team uh, i know you're not doing anything in march because uh the season ain't started so there you go or if you work for L and you have the name interim in your title well, wait, wait. That might stop, Eric. Stop it. That's everybody <laughs> right now. Quit it. I do know a couple of the coaches that do like wrestling. My only thing is, I'm not sure Kenny. Kenny is the uh, the the SID. I'm not sure, uh, especially since there's already been some UK representation on the show. I'm not sure he would go for that. But I'll, I'll pick UK representation them. where. Um. At at OVW. No, I mean, oh, I'm talking about Impact Wrestling, not OVW. Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I just meant with, with that. Okay. All right. No. My, my bad. I had my wires crossed there. Got it. You really? Yes, did. absolutely. No, I'm talking about on March 5th and 6th. Well, look, I mean, I y'all are going in team, talking. I don't think the football team it has anything going on because they're not scheduled anything. The football team and the coaches. All right. I'll so. reach out. I, I can talk to them. And, I got you. Yeah. And, you know, what's to say they're not part of a segment? 
Just come on, man. I mean, also, you got to think, man, y'all going to talk with, with Marcus Maven in a couple weeks. Um, doesn't get more Louisville than Marcus Maven, so maybe he'll uh, come out and do something. So, But, yeah, I'll definitely contact the football coaches and see what we can get done. You know I always come through when it comes to that kind of stuff, so I got you. All right. All right, guys, thanks for listening as always. In the meantime, but between time, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, you just fast-forwarded all the way to the end. Hold on. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you can catch us all on the Podcast Avenue's Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn Radio app, and just go to ringsidepodcast.com. You can get us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. And, and, and individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. <laughs> I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. And I think I'm Eric on the air. Yes, you are. And if you follow, remember, follow at Ringside Podcast on Twitter and enter to win tickets to Impact Sacrifice as well as Impact on Access TV tapings the very next day in Louisville, Kentucky, March 5th and 6th. And, um, you know, we'll take care of those if you win. So so don't, you know, so uh, if you already got tickets and you say, hey, I already got tickets, but I still want to win, that's fine because you can take two more other people. So it's all good. It doesn't matter. Um, cool. Um, guys, any final thoughts, last, last things before we wrap it up? No, man, I'm excited. I'm going to be at both of the, uh, impact events. Uh, I hate that they're scheduled the same night as the, uh, the March mayhem, but maybe I can just catch part of one and part of the, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn, but no, I'm very excited for there to be some primetime wrestling here in Louisville, uh, very soon. And uh, as always, so I'm 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 pretty jacked for that. Well, well, if it wasn't for that that Kentucky ties, we wouldn't have it on March 5th. At the same time, it would be on the it'd be on the different day. So that, we'll blame it on that person. See, okay. But I I will say this, and and I'm not going to be at either one on the fifth at least. Uh, hopefully, maybe the sixth. But uh, there's a, a another big exclusive event that you all probably have heard of uh, going on in Louisville that night, and it is the uh, St. Martha Elementary School Daddy Daughter Dance, a night in paradise. Um, so I have been cordially invited to that event, yeah. and uh, only yeah, the elite so. of the elite is invited to that though. What's that? Only the elite of the elite. Oh, only of the elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very, very fancy, very elite. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, we're not invited to that because we're not elite enough, but it's okay. Uh, well, we got other things. That, uh, good thing we got something. That we got, we filled our calendar uh, with. with yeah, we'll, we'll make an impact another way there, Eric. Yeah. There you go. All right, guys. All right, in the meantime, between time until next time. You can catch us ringside. And there is more than one royal family in wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I hope he gets rid of that music. I love that music. All right, see ya.